This is episode 20 of Give Me a Chance, and it is your host to speaking, Vittoria. Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Give Me a Chance. 20 episodes, 20 episodes of stories of people who got the chance to change their lives, 20 incredible stories of how they managed to do it, each of them in a very different way. And Heidi's story, our guest for today, is one of them. Heidi got the chance to change her life after a vocational moment which turned her life around. Her story is all about turning a passion into a real-life occupation. Let's get ready to listen to Heidi's story. Hi Heidi, welcome to Give Me a Chance. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How was your uh, mountain season? Oh, it's it just fabulous. I said God was showing off because it was the best snow in 10 years. When did you round off the season, the season actually? They officially closed March 27th, so this last Saturday. Thanks for being with me tonight, because it's um, it, it's a great pleasure to talk to you. And I heard about your story a few, uh, I think by now, months ago, and I was mm-hmm. totally mesmerized about it. So, wow. yeah, it would be a great pleasure for me to talk about your story with you on my podcast. Skin, mm-hmm. mountains, and this is a major passion of yours, right? Oh, yes. Since I was very little. Yes. Where did you grow up? I grew up in upstate New York, which is called the Snow Belt. It's one of the snowiest places in the, in the whole United States. When did you start skiing? You were? And my dad had me on my first set of skis when I was four. <laughs> then I loved it. That first day he started me. And then I skied my whole whole growing up. So from age five until I graduated from high school, I was on the mountain every week. But and indeed you, you said that you, you graduated and then um how did you pursue your passion for skiing or actually well, then life happened, right? And so college and then I moved to the south where there is no snow. Oh, right. And got married and stayed in the south. And so I went about 15 years and skied one time in that 15 years. What were the main things that brought you away from from skiing? What did you do in the meantime? I had uh, a career in clinical research, so I traveled the country a lot. And I, at at my younger years, I was raising a stepson Hmm. and and had a marriage where there was a, a... family business and so I was doing two jobs a lot of times both in the family business and in yeah. career again living in the south that's a lot of money and effort to get on a plane and go where there is snow and go mm-hmm. where there was a mountain so logistically even it was difficult yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it was not entirely on your path right but indeed it sounds as if I mean, this has always been your passion and it was kind of your vocation because how, how I, I think when we just said it, you were in the mountains. So it must have been something that came back. So the fact. Yeah. Yes. So that part of my life came to an end and I found myself within three hours of a mountain. I, I had moved and I was alone and. I said, why not? Why not go? And 
I went with a local club for a day and it was, oh my gosh, how did I give this up? So the next weekend I went again and went, you know, and so it was now on my radar. It was now on my radar and it was now again, a part of my life. Yeah. But once a year, you know, once, twice a year. Last January, I went on a trip out west, which when you when you ski in the east, to go out west is like the mecca. It was my only my second time to go out in Colorado. Hmm. It was my second day there to ski, and I was all by myself. It was the morning, and I loved to ski by myself, and so I went up first run of the day. And I decided I'm going to go to the top. So I take two chairlifts and a, and a day bar up to the very top of this mountain. No one was around. I was, I was by myself. Then something started to happen to me physically, trembling, crying. Um, like my eyes were, were being opened. For the first time, and and part of it was grief. I think the tears were grief for all the years that I ignored this part of me. Part of it was excitement that I was here by myself in this beautiful, gorgeous place, looking at the, you know, the snow-covered trees and the mountain, and then the third. Part of it was a message, a message that you can have this, this is you, and regardless of what is going on in your life today, as long as you're on the mountain and skiing, you will be happy. And so I realized I could sell t-shirts, I could work at the bar, you know, at the base of the mountain. I could work in that little hut right there at the top of the mountain, shoveling snow and keeping the lift clean. I would be happy. As long as long as you were. Yeah, yeah. There was this, yeah. Whatever it was, it was the supernatural message of to me who I could be, who I am, and who I could be, and the potential that was there. And Heidi, if you think about that moment in it, it was um, in a way also shocking and in a way uh, unexpected. Was that the moment in your life that you realized my life is going to take a turn? Was that it? I knew it and I knew that it had to. I just, I didn't know how. I didn't know what any of it meant. I just knew that it would. And I'm a life coach. So I say to my clients all the time, Don't worry about the how. That works itself out. It's getting in touch with the dream and the values. That's the part. And that's what happened to me. And yeah, so the how wasn't quite that important just yet. Indeed, the vocation, the fact that your passion had turned into, had turned into a vocation. And what did you do about that? Because now it was clear, at least in your mind. Mm -hmm. What did you do? Yeah, so I, I, well, first had to share it with my 
husband, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was so emotional about it. I just cried and cried. And that was on the phone prior to coming back home. It was when I returned to Florida because that's where the trip originated and ended. Hmm. And my brother came to pick me up uh, at my hotel. I started crying again. He's another, he's a big skier. He's my inspiration. And so after I finally got myself composed, he said, what's going on? And I said, I have to ski. I have to be on the mountain. And I, so I shared with him what had happened. And he said, well, you know, sis, you never have enough ski instructors. You're good enough. So now the seed's planted, right? And so a few days later, I'm home and tell my husband, this is what happened on the mountain. I can talk about it now without bawling my eyes out. And my brother says that we never have enough ski instructors. So what if we somehow work it so that I could actually work at a ski resort, ski all winter, right? And another thing that happened that I know this was so supernatural is my husband had always wanted to homeschool our daughter. She'll be 13 Really? I never wanted to. I never wanted to. It's not my temperament. It's just not my thing. But in this conversion or in this experience on the mountain, that came to me also that you could homeschool your daughter and give her the same thing that you had. And so when I said that to my husband, he's like, then I'm in. As long as it's North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? So you both and so that away. Right. So now my team, now I have my tribe on board. What do you do? How, how, how did you go to the mountains and get so your... Right. So how, now, keep in mind, keep in mind, that this is February 2020. Ooh. Right? So COVID had not happened yet. So now we've decided to move to the mountains for a period of time in the winter, and we've decided to homeschool our child. Pre-COVID, I got a rental that looked decent and affordable, And I inquired and he said, oh, I'm so sorry. It's been, it's gone. And then a couple of days later, the same guy writes to me. And he says, well, you know, my place is taken, but my parents have a place that's available. You should call them. And they say, yeah, you can have it for four months. Yeah, you can bring your pets. It was like, Okay. And then they said, yeah. And then they said, well, why are you coming to the mountains? And I said, because I want to be a ski instructor. And then they said, oh, well, you need to, you need to contact our son who gave you our number because he works uh, at the resort. So I write back to him and I say, okay, I've got your parents' place. Thank you. I want to be a ski instructor where you work. And he says, great. I'll give you, I'll give all your information to the ski school director. He'll be in contact. Yeah. COVID hits. And my daughter is now doing virtual school. And we see her, how she struggles. 
Hmm. The virtual school with with traditional school. Anyway, she has always struggled. Okay. And so now we're realizing that this decision is not only about mom's dream, but it's about doing the best for her. And, and how? I mean, COVID hit, but then you were there in the mountains. Your daughter yeah. was homeschooled. How did you embrace your own life? It was busy because of COVID. Yeah. Because everybody was wanting to get outdoors. As you say, Heidi, then COVID was um, in a way a facilitator for this whole situation because that got you the chance to become a ski instructor in the end. Um, were you ever scared of uh, any other things in your own uh, transformation? Never. It was so ordained. It was so destined that and it, and to come home and then have things fall into place was confirming. I mean, it just confirmed everything. I mean, it was amazing. Right. And then, you know, I, I became a certified ski instructor while I was there. I could still coach my clients. I mean, it, it just all worked out. Scary thing would have been not doing it. I really think to not do it would have been almost criminal you know really in a few years from now you would have probably regretted not doing it absolutely right 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 yeah. but yeah. And indeed now you touch it indeed it would have been a pity not doing it and i know that there are so many people now looking at myself too that uh have passions but they are really scared to take the extra step and doing the way you did it uh -huh. what would you advise these people or me to do in the event that we would be confronted with such a vocational moment like you did. Yes, I, I am positive that if you think about it, dream about it, keep it in front of you. I, I do vision boards mm -hmm. and skiing is always on my vision board. And when you keep it in front of you, what starts to happen? How figures it out? And this is what this is what I say to my clients that don't worry about the how. Don't worry about that. If you keep it in front of you, then what happens is the brain starts to look for evidence or support for that idea. I think what happens is people say what their dream is and then they immediately, this is human nature. We immediately want to problem solve. We oh. immediately have to know what the answer is. We immediately have to know the how. And I had no idea. When the idea struck, I had no idea. Heidi, yeah. I'm so, so glad that you could turn your passion into your real life. And yeah. this is really inspiring how you did it. Uh -oh. And with all the process that you've been through uh, on the mountain, mostly, the moment that triggered you to change your life. So thanks for sharing your story with me and with us. And uh, I wish you all the best with the season yeah. now that will come. I don't know, what are your plans for the future? I don't know. I, the how hasn't revealed itself. Then you have a blank page for yourself and you can do anything. Looking forward to, to knowing about your next step in life. Thank I you, know. Heidi. Thank you. Thank you. This was Heidi's story. Heidi grew up skiing in the mountains, but life brought her far away from snowy mountains. But it was thanks to a vocational moment that she realized that skiing was a part of her life, her development and her joy. And that very moment gave her the chance to change her life. 
uh, Heidi became a ski instructor. She moved her own family to the mountains and there she got the chance to, with her family, homeschool her daughter and really find a purpose to her life. This was the end of this episode. Have you ever had the chance to change your life or do you know anybody who has? Please get in touch with us and leave a comment here below. And if you have enjoyed this episode, do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel and see you next time. Give me a chance on your screen and in your ears. <laughs>